0: This is the movement of the Holy Family. Welcome to our daily rosary meditation. We are in Jerusalem. We are at the cave of Gethsemane, where Jesus asked eight of the apostles to watch and pray, while he took Peter, James, and John, a stone's throw away, to the garden of Gethsemane for the agony in the garden. So let's begin in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's call to mind all those we've promised to pray for. The Garden of Gethsemane is the place where Jesus begins what is called His passion, His suffering and death, by which He saved the world. And normally we think of Jesus as a victim, which of course He is. In fact, the word passion comes from the same word as passive, as though Jesus were simply overpowered and ultimately destroyed by the forces of wickedness. But we get a reminder, even at the beginning, here in the garden, that throughout the entire Passion, Jesus is actually the one who is in control. When Judas and the soldiers come to arrest him, Jesus... Knowing all that was to befall him, he went out to meet them, and he confronted them, saying, Who are you looking for? And when they answered, Jesus of Nazareth, he said to them, I am. He pronounced the divine name, and when he did so, they were all knocked to the ground. Imagine all of those soldiers with swords and clubs knocked to the ground simply when Jesus says, I am. The briefest word from Jesus can disable armies. It can wipe out threats. He could conquer the world simply with a thought if he wanted. Jesus is the all-powerful God. But he waits patiently while those soldiers pick themselves up, bind him, and take him away. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
1: Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us.
0: Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus.
1: Holy Amen. Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen.
0: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
1: As it was in the beginning, as now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy.
0: In John chapter 10, Jesus said very clearly, no one takes my life from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. For I have the power to lay it down, and I have the power to raise it up again. This is what he shows in the Garden of Gethsemane when he displays the ability to defeat his enemies with a word, yet he meekly submits to their mistreatment. This is the Christian mystery, that Christ was a victim that he was subjected to the vilest of injustice in all of history, and yet that his passion and death was his achievement, his triumph, his mission brought to completion. And this is true of each one of his followers. Our greatest triumphs occur when it seems that we are the most helpless, when it seems as though we've lost all our power. If we are true disciples of Jesus, then our greatest achievement will be measured by how we perform, not in our work, not in physical experiences, but when we appear to be victims of sickness or injustice or circumstance. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us
1: this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil.
0: becomes our contribution, our lasting legacy to the holiness of the world. And that's especially true of the suffering that we did not choose, do not like, and cannot change. Now it's important to practice voluntary penances like you do in Lent. But those are easy because you chose them. The hardest crosses are the ones that we don't have any say in, the ones that are imposed upon us, that we can't escape from. There again, it may feel that we're just victims, but in fact, this becomes the key moment to exercise our greatest power as Christians. The power to turn suffering into triumph. This is true above all in the case of our death. We don't choose the time of our death. We don't choose the manner of our death. In one sense, it could feel like a purely passive misfortune. Like something that happens to you. But for a Christian, just as for Christ, your death is something You do. It's something you achieve. In fact, your death is your greatest contribution, your greatest gift to the world and to God. And that's why we need to make sure that we are preparing for it. Because our death is the big stage.
1: Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of mercy.
0: Now the Lord has given us a sacrament to help us make our sickness, our old age, and our death something powerful to bring about good. And to help us lay down our lives so that we might rise again with Him. In the words of the Catechism, the anointing of the sick gives the sick and dying person the strength and the gift of uniting himself more closely to the suffering of Jesus. In a certain way, he is consecrated by the sacrament of anointing to bear fruit by being configured to the suffering of Jesus. The Catechism goes on to say that those who receive the sacrament of anointing by freely uniting themselves to the passion and death of Christ, contribute to the good of the people of God and the whole world. So, do you want to be empowered to suffer and die well, like Christ? Full of God's power, fully determined to use it in the service of the salvation of souls? When Jesus was about to suffer and die, he showed his power by knocking over the soldiers with a word. But then he went to show that his power would be used to save the world. You have a chance with your suffering and death to share in that power of Jesus. Don't miss out. Don't miss that opportunity, because it's with your suffering and death that you will make the greatest contribution to the world. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven.
1: Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy.
0: Jesus was preparing for his death his entire life. It was his mission. He came to earth so that he could lay down his life to save the world. He prepared for his death. We spend all our time running from death, we don't prepare. Because the thought of death scares us. That's okay. The thought of death scared Jesus too. Right here in this garden. That's why right before the soldiers came, He was sweating blood. But it was the Father's will. And it's the Father's will that we too shall die. And that by our death, we help save our loved ones. Are you afraid that one of your children or grandchildren will not be in heaven with you? Then start preparing to offer your death for them. And how do we prepare? Dress rehearsal. To accept and to offer up to Jesus every little thing that you did not choose, do not like, and cannot change. There's a constant flow of that stuff and we waste it. But it's the way we prepare. Make that your resolution today. Anything you encounter that you don't like, you can't change it. Accept it and offer it to Jesus for souls and then when your passion comes when your time to lay down your life comes you'll be a professional and you will suffer well and you will help save many souls our father who art in heaven hallowed be your name I want to invite you to join me for a deep immersion in the life of Jesus this June 7th through the 17th, 2023 in the Holy Land, but it's also the greatest Marian pilgrimage because we will go to the birthplace of Mary in Jerusalem and to Nazareth where the angel Gabriel appeared to her and to the place of the visitation and to the temple mount where Jesus was presented in the temple and where he was found in the temple. And finally, we'll go to the empty tomb of Mary, where she was assumed into heaven. Now, you can fly from anywhere in the world and meet us there. And for more information, see our website, schooloffaith.com, or contact us at trinitytravel@schooloffaith.com. at